Good evening, everyone. Welcome to RAWF After Hours. I am Lord Amadeus, President and CEO of RAWF, Radical American Wrestling Federation, in the game we all know and love as Wrestler Unstoppable. My co-host is here. He is the man with the magnificent pecs. He is the one and only. Ladies and gentlemen, he is El Vacant. Good evening, El Vacant. Hola, muchacho. ¿Cómo está? Ah, uh, I'm doing well. And it seems like Blog Talk's starting to get their act together with this chat. A lot of people able to get in. Still a few bugs as people have to uh, get in with their real names, but at least it's not Oh, see, there was this huge cucaracha downstairs. I had to step on it, and it, was, it made a big mess. I had to clean my boot. It was gross. Uh, 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 okay. Okay. All right. But <clears throat> at anywho, so at least that's starting to work. Maybe as the weeks go by, things will get ironed out for this chat thing, and uh, it does seem to be getting better every week. So, <clears throat> um, Dev, that's actually me, not Elfie. Even though it says the elf, I'm it's you know, yeah. So anywho. <laughs> Ah, at anywho, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to After Hours. We've got a big night to talk about. We are just three weeks away from our Radiversary pay-per-view and Hall of Fame induction ceremony. June 2nd, live from Cleveland, Ohio, or as I love to call it, Fubar City. And we will be inducting five new members in the RAWF Hall of Fame. We'll be talking about a little bit more about that tonight. But <clears throat> we also had some contender matches. Did you just hum? Did you just humph me? Harumph? Was that a harumph out of you? Could it happened. Well, you know, like I said, maybe next year. There's always next maybe year. Maybe next year. You know, that's what that's what they keep saying to my cousin Juan when he tries to get into the country. Oh, maybe next year. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know. At anywho, ladies and gentlemen, anniversary. Some of the matches are set. Uh, we have your main event, ladies and gentlemen. It was one hell of a match between the Great Red Dragon and Teflon Sheik to see who would face Uncle Frank for the World Heavyweight Championship this past week. Uh, and the winner was the greatest male voice in all of Unstoppable, the Great Red Dragon. After being beaten down early in the match, getting a, with Terror Inc. at ringside, uh, it did not look good for the Great Red Dragon, but he pulled it out over the Teflon Sheik. Well, it was yeah, that, that may have been the comeback of the month. That was that was quite it, an incredible turnaround. It was. You give the give give Dragon credit. He he toughed it out. He got through the match. He won the match some way somehow. He now goes on to Radiversary to face Uncle Frank for the World Heavyweight Championship. It should be a very interesting 
interesting match, to say the least. Uncle Frank, of course, defending the world title for the first time since winning it last month at Immortal. Uh, Platinum Dragon Championship will be on the line. The Immortal Griffith defending it for the umpteenth time. This time against a member of Terror, Inc., a man getting his first major title shot in RAWF. He is Luke Hero for Hire, taking on the Immortal Griffith. Uh, vacant. Your take on on Luke Hero for Hire? He's kind. Of, he's pretty mouthy. There's no doubt about it. He can talk the talk. He does seem to be able to walk the walk. But does he have what it takes to take on, as you like to call him, Mister Ego, the Immortal Griffith? Uh, the ego man is, you know, you know, it's it's hard for me to constantly mock his ego. I mean, because it's huge and it's, you know, but but then he keeps backing it up. You know, it's it's hard to keep doing this, um, but I'll try. Um, look, you know, he's no he's no Mithras with the you know the eighteen thousand years of title reign, <clears throat> but you know he's had his belt a long time. Uh, lots of very powerful contenders have come at him. None have managed it so far. Pardon me, and uh, you know I got to say, uh, if this man has a chance, it's because he is uh, a bit of an unknown factor. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's definitely not one of. He's definitely not somebody that you would you would expect to be facing the Immortal Griffith of Platinum Dragon Championship. He's not a paragon. He's not a a dragon. You know. And whatnot. This is definitely somebody Griffith is may not be as familiar with as previous opponents. So it should be very and, and interesting. You know, I mean, look, we've been here after hours trying to work on you know, after hours. You see what they did there. Um, but you know, we've been here late. Uh, you know, working on the show and talking about scripts and things like that. You know, and you know, you and I both know we've seen him pouring over tapes. You know, doing all this research on all of his opponents. He, you know, he's you know say what we want about his you know his ego and you know his 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 arrogance. But he does do his his homework, as it were. You know, and I don't know that he has a lot of tape to go back and look at with Luke. True. Very true. He doesn't. Luke has not been in RWF that long. Uh, quick riser for Luke Hero for Hire, for sure, uh, as well yeah, as a lot I of the members of Terror Inc. Quick riser. We, <laughs> we, need, we will be talking more about Terror Inc. They've kind of lost a few members, but they've also gained a couple as well. <laughs> the, the roster, they were replenishing the roster, if you will. Uh, after a, a few losses here and there, but we'll get to that in just a little bit. Uh, so Griffith taking on Luke Hero for higher platinum dragon championship on the line at Bradiversary. Do not know who will face Pennywise for the national title. It will either be Killer Neptune or Knox Boogie. Uh, that one is still in progress. Uh, that one's kind of a nail biter too. Yeah, that one is. Those two know each other probably better than any. T- I mean, they're two mo- brothers, members of the brotherhood, opaque brotherhood. So why wouldn't it be a tough one? Unless that match is finished over the last, doesn't look like it has. So, all right. That being said, the men's title, Paragon of Greatness, the current title holder, uh, awaiting who will win the Arsenal of the month. Uh, right now, that is in round three. Already moving on to round four is the attraction Chris Cage, Knox Boogie, Redneck Avenger, Mick Devilson, the Green Tiger, Sweet Haven Slasher, Simply the Best, Teflon Sheik, Anton Dare, Kenta. Oh, okay. So that's a bigger tournament than I thought. I don't need to read all that. But it's currently in round but three. Interesting thing what? I want to point out there is that, uh, you know, because we were just talking about that match. Um, Luke, in his last bout, actually faced Griffith, and Griffith walked out. 
Oh, well then, I mean, it could be maybe, maybe then Griffith may, may have may have the psychological advantage. However, Luke could have been scouting, could have been uh, taking it easy, uh, not bringing his. Uh, no, I, Luke one Griffith literally walked out of the arena. Really? About halfway yeah. through the match, he just rolled out of the ring and walked away. Interesting. Okay. That's new. All right. Well then, guess we'll guess we'll find out what will happen when the title's online. I very seriously doubt we'll see Griffith walk out of the arena before the match is over. Uh, when the Platinum Dragon Championship is on the line, I, I uh, suspect you are correct. Devilla to defend the Estrogen title right now. The Biatch of the Month is in the final match. The final match right now is reigning Estrogen Champion Devilla taking on Brunette Strangler. Uh, if Brunette, if Brew wins that match, of course she goes on to challenge Davila for the Estrogen title. If Davila wins the ter- wins that match, Davila gets to choose her opponent out of any lady in RA on the active roster in RAWF. Uh, Davila knows the drill, so I'm sure she is going to be fighting in that one very, very hard to so that she can choose her own opponent at Radiversary. Also. Fubar City Championship will be on the line. Uncle Frank will pull double duty not, uh, defending the world title. He'll also defend the Fubar City Championship against Double O Buckshot, who defeated the Cougar last week in their contender match. Buckshot will challenge Uncle Frank for the Fubar City Championship. Uncle Frank's had a, quite a lengthy run with the Fubar City Ch- Championship. Uh, I mean, I can't tell you the truth. I can't. It's been so long. I can't remember who he beat for that title and how long exactly he held it. I know it's been since I want to say at least August, August, September. So, uh, Uncle Frank certainly huge advantage for him in Fubar City. Can Buckshot be the one to take out Uncle Frank for that Fubar City championship? I don't know. All rains must come to end, but you know every time we say that, the some of these crazy rains don't end. So, you know maybe yeah. he's the next one to just, just hold the belt forever. It could be Uncle Frank right now uh, has a stranglehold on that Fubar City Championship, Midnight Hobo Championship. Mithras the Title Machine. Of course, we know about his legendary reign with this uh, with this title. However, however, and we'll get to this in just a moment. He may not be Midnight Hobo Championship champion when it comes to when it comes to Radiversary. If you listen to this program last week, he has granted Money Sue a title shot tomorrow on Superstars for that Midnight Hobo Championship. Uh, so there is the possibility that Mithras will not be Midnight Hobo champion when Radiversary rolls around. If he is still Midnight Hobo champion when it rolls around, he'll be defending it against Uber Vegan TPO, who is getting his first major title shot in quite a while. Uh, Mithras has been Mithras has been known for this. Obviously, we you know he likes to de- he occasionally defend that belt on Superstars, uh, and. And he, he, you can, you, he's definitely a fighting champion. Is he, is he, I mean, is he taking a dangerous risk defending, mm. defending the title tomorrow against Money Sue so close to Radiversary? Uh, 
Look, I, you know how I feel about Bunny Sue. I mean, the guy, you know, he's the only person in RAWF who makes uh, the, the ego man look humble. So, uh, he, Mithras has to pay attention. He, he cannot take Bunny Sue lightly. There, there is a reason Bunny Sue uh, is in the Hall of Fame, um, and it's not because, you know, he pisses bubs off on a regular basis. Uh, true enough. True enough. Sue is, Sue is sneaky. And, of course, as we mentioned earlier, Terror Inc. added to their ranks. Money Sue has officially joined Terror Inc., uh, along with Nash, current reigning national champion Pennywise. Uh, again, we'll talk about more about Terror Inc. in just a bit, but they do seem to be gaining some strength here as far as uh, talent goes. Um, but at anywho, Triple Crown Championship. Burnett Strangler to defend the Triple Crown Championship against Alistair Fiend and soon-to-be Hall of Famer John Taylor. Uh, that one should be pretty good, I should say. Uh, Alistair Fiend, current White Lightning champion right now, but we do not know who his opponent is. will be at Radiversary, but he, will, he and John Taylor versus Brunette Strangler Triple Crown Championship should be a good one. Multimedia Championship, the Paragon of Greatness, will defend that against Revy Gibson. Uh, who defeated Money Sue in their contender match last week. So, yeah, it's uh, shaping up. No other matches to officially announce to you tonight. All other championships still being just determined. Uh, all other contenders still being determined or in some way, shape, or form. So, with that being said... Uh, Let's get back to Terror Inc. real quick, because I got I got to talk about this. Not only have they been adding to the ranks, they've been adding, they, they've been taking some, uh, what do you call it? Uh, they they've been beating up people. Uh, liberties. For no affair. Liberties. They've been taking liberties, if you will, on people. Uh, a week before in, in uh, on Superstars, it was Hobo Ezekiel. This past week in in, in Indianapolis, it was. Uh, uh, J- just JT, who took a beating from just about every member, including new members Pennywise and Money Sue. Uh, so you got Teflon Sheik, Luke Hero for Hire, Damien the Mistress of Pain, the Agent of Hate, Pennywise, Money Sue, Claymore. Uh, these guys they seem to be gaining strength as we go. What do you make of Terror Inc., L. Vacant? I mean, look, you know how I feel about the way, uh, gang tactics. Uh, I have no respect for them. You know, they came in here naming themselves Terror Inc. Oh, look at me. We're scary, scary people. You know, that's lovely. That's who they want to be. But you know what? I don't know what they think they're proving. Of course, you know, oh, look, six of us beat up one person. You know, that makes us very macho. Yeah, I mean, and but at the same time, sending a statement. If you're going to do it, do it in numbers. Oh, yeah, no, I there's mean, no statement. The statement is they're cowards. It's fine. Mm, strong, strong stuff there, Ail Vacant. Cowards, all you know, right. Back, back in Tijuana, we have a uh, word for 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 uh, people like this. You see, pedo. Hmm, interesting. All right, well, tomorrow night, Money Sue gets his shot at the Midnight Hobo Championship held by Mithras. Uh, possibly could claim another belt. Right now, Metter Inc. holding the National Championship. Possibly could grab the Platinum Championship at Radiversary against the Immortal Griffith. Uh, Teflon Sheik came very close to getting himself a world title match at Radiversary. Came up just a bit short. Uh, 
And then, the, I mean, there, there's some tough people in there. It's going to be very interesting going forward to see what Terror Inc. has up their sleeve going forward. But that being said, a man who will be challenging for the World Heavyweight Championship against Uncle Frank at Radiversary. Uh, I mean, uh, we, we've seen him challenge take on Griffith. We've seen him take on Paragon on pay-per-view. And it just seems like his opportunities keep getting bigger and bigger. However, can he capitalize this time against for the biggest title in RAWF? Let's find – we will talk to him now. He is the greatest male voice in all of Unstoppable. Caller, you are on the air. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is I. The greatest male voice in all of Unstoppable. I, I still want to know the how he does it. Red Dragon. How you doing tonight, Lord Amadeus? Dragon, Dragon, last week you defeated the Teflon Sheik and won a hell of a comeback, I must say, because it, it, it did seem like early in that match, Sheik had your number. Terror Inc. was at ringside. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and as you predicted last week, they were all down there to support the Sheik. But some way, somehow, you managed to defeat the Sheik and become <laughs> the new number one contender of the World Heavyweight Championship. How did you do it? Uh, well, you know, like last week, like you just said, I called it. I told everybody here, well, you watch, Tarek is going to come down to ringside and they're going to gang up on me and distract the ref, and do all types of underhanded stuff. I think I might have gotten hit with a chain. I don't know. Uh, I do have a little bit of a Band-Aid over here, so excuse that. It's onto my temple over here. But, you know, it's okay. I had a plan, and I called in, uh, a, you know, Mama's Fallen Angel. I said, look. If the, I was backstage and I go, look, if things go sour, do you have my back? She said, you don't have to ask. And, man, when everybody came down, she was right there in the thick of it with a baseball bat ready to crack heads and just chew bubble gum, whatever the hell she wanted to do. I Some of it I don't remember. Uh, I was knocked a little bit loopy every now and then, but... Woo! I pulled out that win over the itty bitty bitchy committee. I mean, I ain't a uh, Terror Inc. I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. That's all right. That's all right, Dragon. Very all right. So congratulations. Now I got a question for you, and this one might be a little sensitive, but I'm going to go for it anyways. You have been very dominant when it comes to superstars, and you know all of the the qualifying matches to get yourself into contention and in contenders matches, you've been pretty damn good too. However, on pay-per-view since your return, Mm. Oh, and four, including three title match, including two I'm sorry, two title matches. I know. What do you got to do? And now we're talking about uncle Frank where, you know, you, you faced Paragon on pay-per-view uh, you faced the immortal Griffith, but Uncle Frank could be, to par- pardon the pun, if you will, a whole different monster. What do you yeah. got to do 
to win that world title from Uncle Frank. Him coming off the biggest win of his career at Immortal Six, you become probably coming off the most disappointing loss of your career. Now, it, it's a whole different level with Uncle Frank. In all respect to him, I but I ain't going to sit here and blow smoke up his ass. I've already been training. I've, I've already gone through like a whole stack of DVDs and downloadable digital information just to watch his matches. And I even watched them at the gym this morning and while I was on the treadmill doing my cardio. It, he's very unpredictable, but the training started the moment I came backstage. You know, I gave myself just a split second to celebrate. It's going to be a heck of a ride, and win or lose, just like the match with Griffith, the matches that I've had with Paragon, if I lose, it's okay. If I win, all the better. But I'll learn, and I'll be able to take care of him later. But I am coming, no matter what, with the full intention of walking out of Radiversary with that gold around my waist. Now, it's okay if I go to break takes me, you know, lighthearted. I'm sure Paragon can and Grip can attest that I'm a little bit stronger than you might give me credit for. It's just luck. That's what it comes down to. It's luck. Uh, and, you know, I hopefully, you know, I can if uh, I, I know what's going to happen. I can already call it for you right now. Right here, Lord Amadeus. And people can mark this down in history. Uh, the itty-bitty bitchy committee is going to get involved somehow, uh, and they're going to they're going to do some stuff. I'm already sure of it. I'm already sure of it. But I will do everything of my power. And Uncle Frank, I know you're listening. Don't underestimate me, like everybody else, because the moment you do, I'm going to win, and I will be the new R-A-W-F champion. You best bank on that. How you doing? Well, Dragon, you certainly have a tough task. Uh, it's kind of going to be a kind of a different different train, if you will. You had Paragon before. He's, he's a master technician, master of his craft. Uh, you got Griffith, who is just cerebral as all get out. Uncle Frank is a, is a come-at-you boreful monster. Uh, totally different yeah. style. Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe that's what, maybe that plays into your strength. Maybe that's why you couldn't beat Paragon and, and Griffith. Maybe Uncle Frank, maybe, maybe you'll be more prepared for him. We'll see. But good luck to you. It would be very, very. It would, it would, it would blow my mind to see the Great Red Dragon return and then just a few short months later sit on top of the RAWF ladder as the World Heavyweight Champion. So, so I have a small right. piece of advice for match. Yes. Just small piece. It just might help. Try not to die. I, I, I'll try. Because, like, he's very large. And he's very, very scary. Well, you know, you know, so was my manager's ex-wife. You know, I'm used to large. You know, I you know I try to go around oh, her. I see what you only, did there. It, no, I try to go around her. It only takes you know, but I've only got a half a tank of gas, so I'm used to it. All right, well, Dragon, good luck to you. Stick around. We might uh, 
you know the drill. Uh, we'll we'll get to Pro Bowls and talk more later in a little bit. Good luck okay. to you against Uncle Thanks Frank. Thanks for having me. I'll go back outside and sit in the, outside here in the lobby. All right. The great Red Dragon, ladies and gentlemen, he has a shot at the World of Week Championship at Radiversary against Uncle Frank. This man, our next guest, ladies and gentlemen, a new, brand new spanking member of Terror Inc., has a chance tomorrow in Detroit to make history, to be the one to finally beat Mithras for the Midnight Hobo Championship. He had been challenging Mithras. Uh, word has it, he, according to Mithras, is quote unquote stalking him. But Mithras finally giving him that shot tomorrow on Superstars. Can this Hall of Famer beat the, another Hall of Famer to make R.A.W.F. history? He is the one and only. Now tuned into the greatest. Uh. Uh. Turn the music up in the headphones. Tim, you can go and brush your shoulder off. I got you. Uh. Uh. Yeah. If you feeling like a pimp, go and brush your shoulders off. Ladies and pimps too, go and brush your shoulders off. Ladies and gentlemen, Money Sue now joining us here on R.A.W. After Hours. Money Sue, how the hell are you tonight? It's been a long time, buddy. How are you? I'm doing good. So, Money Sue, first of all, let's get let's let's get right down to, to the brass tacks. You joined Terror Inc. last week in Indianapolis, uh, helping out with a little beatdown of just JT. Uh, you have never you have never come to you've never been a group player to me. You've always been a, a, a solo act, if you will. What made you join Terror Inc.? Um, you know that's right, and that's that's kind of why you know you know I was uh, I haven't been around too much lately, uh, you know. Uh, although I've always been grateful for you putting me on the map in RAWF, uh, I, I just somewhere along the line I felt that RAWF turned their back on Money Sue. Uh, so you know I was a company man, and now now I'm a Terror Inc. man, and uh, uh, justice is going to be served in the RAWF. So well. So you so you're saying that you needed help to get your just get this quote unquote justice? I mean, I like I said, no, you've always I been am. a loner. I am I am the justice. I am helping these guys fulfill the justice. Uh I I I made it very clear, Luke Hero for hire, uh Pennywise, the Sheik, I hate them all, but I'm willing to join forces with them to bring the justice that needs to be done to this company right now. So Interesting. Very interesting. Well, let's talk about tomorrow. And one thing about me, and one thing about one thing about me though is, even though I do not like them, and as I stated, I you can they can you can quote me, and they know my quote, they know this quote. I hate all them guys. So if I ever get them one on one in the ring, but I'm one of the most loyal players, and they, as long as I'm on Terror Inc., I have their backs, and there's nothing to worry about. And there's going to be a lot of people in trouble now that I'm on Terror Inc. So, like I said, the last few months, actually probably the last longer than that last year and a half uh, you basically can say I've been a part-time player but I've been listening I've been watching in the background and I've just noticed that you know people seem to forget forget things that I have done around here and don't even put me into the equation anymore and a few months ago 
being a part-time player, I was just inches away from fighting for the world title. So imagine what I can do when I'm 100% focused and 100% here all the time now, like I will be for a long time to come. Well, tomorrow on Superstars in Detroit, Money Sue, you got your wish. You finally, I believe Mithras is finally granting you the Midnight Hobo Championship shot you've been asking for for a while. Uh, you have a chance to end end the most the longest reigning championship run in RAWF history. Uh, you know, Mithras is a Hall of Famer, just like you are. We all know he's the title machine. Uh, tough as nails, and he holds on to that title with everything he's got against everybody in this business. Uh, what do you What do you got to do to beat Mithras tomorrow? Well, you know that's why you know that's what that's why I've been after him. You know, I have been stalking the man because when I come back, I mean, I'm not just coming back to fight for. Uh, you know, you know, I appreciate every belt in the RAWF, and besides the world title. I've won pretty much all of them, and that, that's going to be the next step. But, you know, there's not much, many challenges for me in the RAWF. I mean, like, Uncle Frank's the world play, world champion. I, I've smoked smoked him many a times. Paragon of Greatness, many a times I've smoked them guys. This is a challenge. You have to beat Mithras for his belt. That's his belt. You know, this is, this is, this is a tough task. You know, this is probably uh, one of the toughest, probably the toughest task next to the night that I defeated both Griffith and – uh, fellow Hall of Famer uh, Mulder Nightwalker at a pay per view years ago. So th- I mean, like this is this is what this is what I do. I come in. I don't need a st- any stepping stones. I don't need any warm up matches. I'm coming right in, and I'm taking the title off of Mithras, who owns that title, and it'll be my title when we go into the pay per view, which no one has n- mentioned. That is my pay per view. Undefeated at that pay per view. Main evented the first ever pay per view anniversary. That is my pay per view. Better than the Undertaker streak. So I'm back, I'm going to have that title, and I'm going to defend it on my pay-per-view, undefeated and remain undefeated. So, and, and you are absolutely correct. You did main event the very first uh, RAWF pay-per-view, which it wasn't called Radiversary on the very first one. It was Genesis, but at the same time, we can consider that the first Radiversary Uh and you did you highlighted you became the first national champion in REWF history by defeating Shifty. Uh, we've said that just about every year. Uh, so yeah, I mean you could definitely walk in there as Midnight Hobo champion. There's no doubt about it. Uh, if you do, uh, you'll be taking on Uber Vegan TPO. Uh, your thoughts on possibly facing TPO just a couple short weeks after you win the title? Absolutely, have no respect for that man. I would wrestle him. Seven days of the week, uh, you know that that would be that would be a dream come true. That would be one of the easiest ever defending a title versus that guy. C minus wrestler at best. Looking forward to it, and that'll be what I need because you know, like I said, tomorrow against Mithras, it's going to be a war. It's going to be a battle. You know, as your co-host said, he thinks that I'm one of the, if not one, if not one of the most egomaniac wrestlers in RAWF. That's not the case. I speak, I speak the truth. I tell it how it is. Uber vegan, no good. Mithras. I mean, I'll legend. point out that the egomaniac would say it's gonna that. <laughs> it's going to be a battle. Going to be a battle with Mithras. And like I said, I, I put that like, and, I, and I'm a straight shooter. People don't have to agree with me. You know, Uncle Frank's the world champion right now, but I brush that off my shoulder. I don't see that as any challenge. I see Mithras as being the top dog holding that belt. That's the challenge I want right now. That's the toughest match for anybody in RAWF right now is to try to take the, the title off of Mithras, the title machine, 
and I'm going to do it tomorrow. And that's a very good point. You're, you're absolutely right. It is the toughest challenge, and, and he has turned away some of the greatest wrestlers in RAWF. Uh, he might have even defeated you at least once for the, uh, defending that title. Uh, but at any who, Sue, I he wish actually, you good luck. He actually, uh, he actually regained that title by defeating me one time. Ah, that's true. All right. So you are a former Midnight Oval champion. That's true. One of the few people who can I'm actually a former. I'm a, I'm a former. I'm a former pretty much everything except for world champion. Like I said, that's coming. <laughs> I'm just buying my time. Well, I'm sure you are. I, 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 you know, I'd like to see you in a world title match. It is something I've, we've never seen out of you as, a, as an REWF Hall of Famer. We've never seen you in a world title match. So uh, good luck to you tomorrow. You, be, you guys will be hearing from me on a regular basis again. I was mad at you for a little bit, but I get over stuff. You still sign the paychecks. So I will be calling on your show because it's still the greatest show and all of Unstoppable. Still the greatest company in REWF. And you know what? You still have one thing I can say about this show. It's always good. It's a great show, but there's one thing that will never change. I will always be able to kick the shit in the ring out of your co-host any day of the week, five times on Sunday, holidays, nice weekends, 24-7, after hours, before hours, any show. Good night, all. I'm coming to the top. Terror rank number one. Mithras is going down. Everybody else is going down. I'm the best. They can avail you once. I'll see you in a couple weeks. Goodbye. Ladies You'll notice gentlemen. how he ran away before I could answer him. And anywho, that was Hall of Famer Money Sue, ladies and gentlemen. He has a chance to make history tomorrow in Detroit, taking on Mithras the Title Machine for the Midnight Hobo Championship. Wow. All right. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, our next guest is no longer World Heavyweight Champion. However, he still holds a couple of pretty important belts here in REWF. Still... Uh, a Hall of Famer in his own right. He is the one and only. Joining us tonight. Good evening, Paragon. Good evening, Lord on the dance. It has been a eventful <laughs> week, sir. Yes, yes, it has, Paragon. Uh, we will get first of all a quick rundown of the ultimate gauntlet. We know that we already know that Coogs uh, was unable to wrest the ultimate gauntlet championship last week from Killer Neptune's hand, so we start over fresh, correct? Uh, yes, I, I uh, sent out a company invite to um, everybody for a new sign-up, a brand-new list just started. We've got more sign-ups this season than we had last season already, but I'd like everybody to remember you can sign up at any time. Uh, here in a moment, I'll post the link to the scene to let everybody be able to sign up again. Um, 
to go to the bottom of the list. And so far, there hasn't been a lot of updates as far as matches in the season. We've had Wolf River Wildfire go up against Tigris, and he's succeeded in that matchup. He's now moved on to face Strangleheart, and that's where we end as far as the news on new matchups come. But it's a brand new season. It's really exciting. I officially have made the um, title history plaque for um, the Ultimate Gauntlet. So try to get yourself on that history right now. It's Beardy Killing Neptune. Two names. That's it. So uh, of course it'd be very it'd be very nice to see some more people get a shot at being on that plaque and um, go ahead and sign up. I'll share the link pretty soon after I'm done with my PC on after hours. So Paragon, we only have one match for you so far. Uh, at Radiverse, or we know you'll defend the men's title, but who that is, we do not know. But you will be defending the multimedia championship, a belt you've held for a reasonably long time, uh, against Revy Gibson, who defeated Money Free last week. Uh, your thoughts on Revy Gibson at Radiverse 3? Yeah, um, Revy is actually very similar to the situation that I had with Tigris at Immortal. Uh, this is an opponent who I wouldn't say necessarily I think that I'm going to lose against, but it is an opponent that I face on a very regular basis. This is somebody that I've wrestled two, three, four, maybe even five times a day, almost every single day. This is somebody who is very familiar with the way that I work in the ring. It's somebody, it's one of the people that I, when I'm training, when I'm learning how to execute new maneuvers in the ring, you know, always trying to polish my craft. This is one of the people that I'm usually working with. It's one of the people that gets to see the types of things that I'm going to bring out into the ring before I bring them out here in RAWF on the big screen with all the lights on. So she does get a little bit of an insight, if you will, as, as to what, what kind of mentality and what kind of mindset that I'll have. Uh, that being said, I've been, I've been holding this championship for, quite a while now, and, you know, at, at first it was kind of a situation of just def- defend the championship or defending the title, sake, you know. You, you don't want to disrespect a belt. You don't want to think that it's anything less than anything, any other belts. You hold you hold this championship. You defend it with everything you've got, but after a while, it started, I started realizing, man, I've been holding this for a long time. I, like, my shoulder's going to be awfully cold if it, if it goes away, so... At this point, I'm actually really invested in this championship. It's something that I didn't think was going to happen when I first won it, but, you know, at at this point, I want to try to create something special with this title run. You know, we've seen this here in R.A.W.F. a couple of times with people like Griffith and the Platinum Dragon and Mithras with the Midnight Hobo. You know, any championship is an opportunity to create something special. And I've got a lot of groundwork in here with this championship. Uh, I've got a lot of the building blocks to start something like that. And I don't plan on letting that go anytime soon. And when we talk about multimedia championship, I mean, the term multimedia almost fits you to a T with all the movies you've done, uh, all the appearances you make, uh, and, and whatnot, you are out there representing RAWF every single day, not just in person, but you know on all of the multi, on all media outlets. So it, it's almost uh, fitting it's almost that fitting. you that you are multimedia champion. Would you agree or disagree with that? 
you know, I mean, I've never thought of it that way, but, you know, kind of. I, here I am, you know, I'm stage, screen, ring, on the radio, you know, I'm, I, I am in a lot of different media formats. I always try to represent this company, and, I, you know, I, that actually is fascinating to me, because I hadn't ever thought of this as a RAWF representative belt, any more than just representing the company as a champion, but, you know, something you're right, and that actually does, that actually does add another whole dimension to it. That, that um, you know, I, I, I know that I'm one of the people that you like to choose when, when we have big upcoming pay-per-views, such as Immortal. You know, I, I was out on the press tour. I was doing some talk shows, advertising the show and everything. And, I, you know, maybe that multimedia championship above any other title is the type of title that I would want to bring to these, like, talk shows and these radio interviews and display from that we talk about to uh, have a doorway into talking about RAWF and how much it matters to not just the wrestlers but all of the fans around the world. Well, we don't know who your challenger is for the men's championship. We ha- are awaiting the winner of the artist hole of the month to find that out. That could be a week or two uh, away. But so, I mean, good luck to you against Revy, certainly at Radiversary. Let's talk now about Uncle Frank. Since you are the only OPIG Brotherhood member that comes on here regularly, uh, you, you, you're kind of the default person to ask about other members. And, of course, right now, Uncle Frank, World Heavyweight Champion, uh, and, you know, FUBAR champion, of course, as well. But Uncle Frank, it, it, he's going to be taking on the Great Red Dragon at Radiversary. Uh, I know Frank doesn't talk very much, but I'm certain there's are ways you communicate with him to get a feel for how he's feeling. How does he feel about having to face the Great Red Dragon in his first world title defense at Radiversary? You know, you're, you're right. I do get to see Uncle Frank a lot. I have some insight as to how he's usually feeling. Uh, the answer to that question, angry. Angry is how he's feeling. Always, day and night, angry. Um, and that could be a good thing, and it could be a bad thing for um, the Great Red Dragon. I'm actually very interested in this whole scenario because Uncle Frank, the man who, against all odds, the, became the world heavyweight champion in the company about trash talk without the ability to talk, taking on the greatest voice in all of Unstoppable. This is two very contrasting personalities and paths to get to this championship, and it's it's the ultimate showman and the ultimate violent in-ring competitor. It's, it's something that I don't know if these two styles are going to mash up horribly and you're going to have yourself a bowling shoe ugly main event or this is going to weave a beautiful tapestry in the ring between two people that are R.A.W.S. stalwarts here at this point uh, Great, what, Great Red Dragon uh, of course a uh, legend of old, old times he's now returned and he's become right where he said he would be you know he, he came back with a lot of bluster and there were a couple of stumbles when he first returned but it didn't take him long before he's here in the main event and in the spotlight. And then we've got Uncle Frank, somebody who's start, started towards the bottom. You know, was always the fourth member of a group and worked so hard to get to this point to where he is now the world heavyweight champion. Somebody over years slowly built that momentum to a huge win at Immortal Six. And I think that 
these two paths, these two styles, and these two personalities are so different that it's going to be something special. All right. And, of course, also ongoing still is the match between the two other members of OPIC Brotherhood that Killa Neptune and Knox Willie. The winner will face Pennywise, who we just found out last week, a member of, new member of Terror, Inc., uh, and it seems like those two are. It seems like those two are just battling. Or, or, you would think they were enemies the way those two are fighting in that match right now. Uh, whoever wins, however, will attempt to re- to take the national title off of Terror Inc.'s hands. Is that is is that one of the one of the reasons they're fighting so hard? Oh, you know, I, probably. And I, I've got to say regarding Terror Inc., you know. It's, it's weird. There, there's a saying in this business, and it's not necessarily just in this business, but it is, um, it's a saying that has become prevalent in this business over the last couple of decades or so. And In fact, uh, my frequent opponent, the Immortal Griffith, will tell you this all the time. I'll make you famous. And that's, that's actually, uh, this is a good platform to say, you're welcome, Terror Inc. Because these people, they came in, they ran their mouth a lot, and then they lost. Then they ran their mouth some more, and they lost. They Every time they get a huge opportunity, they seem to choke. But much like Einstein went on to regret his contributions to the atomic bomb, one day I may go on to regret my contributions to making Terror Inc. the force that they are because... They could have just lost and gone away, but I, it was me. I was the one who was constantly, every week here on this show, telling everybody, you know, what kind of poison they were to this company, how awful they were for this company. I I gave them the power of a spotlight and a presence in this company. I gave them that exposure, and now they have all of these bandwagon jumpers going into their, their own stable because they want that name, they want that extra bit of fame, they, they know, join Terror Inc., I'm going to get an extra spotlight. And that's what's happened here in the last couple of weeks. Pennywise, uh, somebody who has done just that, and Pennywise, somebody who's had taken great issue with myself and Knox Boogie here in the recent history of the tag team division before his tag team was unfortunately uh, disbanded. I think that that, in a lot of ways, that's not Spooky's motivation in this national championship. He wants to exact some revenge on Pennywise. Pennywise specifically targeted Knox Boogie in some of his tirades, including not just here in RAWF, but on on the um, Wrestler Unstoppable worldwide feed and everything like that. He, he had a lot of bad things to say about Knox Boogie. In fact, he outright accused Knox Boogie of being non-existent, to, of not even being a real person, just being a a scarecrow, straw man, the, a boogeyman that, that wasn't real. And I think that that's, you know, Knox Boogie would love to teach him a lesson about you don't talk about Knox Boogie like that. On the other side of that, conversely, Killa Neptune has now been watching Knox Boogie has been a world champion. I have been a world champion. Uncle Frank just had his huge moment at Immortal Six. Killa Neptune, the lone member of the Opaque Brotherhood, has never been a world champion. So he's looking at 
not just a contendership match for the national championship. He's looking at a rankings match. He's looking at a rankings match at the pay-per-view for a national championship. He's looking for an opportunity to not be straggling behind, not be the lone member who has not held the RAWF World Championship. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see. If Knox Boogie, it would, I'm predicting Knox Boogie wins that match, but Killa is fighting, fighting hard, so it should be very interesting. We'll find out next week which one Pennywise faces. So, getting back to Uncle Frank then, Paragon, I know he's not a talker, and he's not so which would make bad radio if we ever got into the show, but I'm kind of wondering, what are the chances of we getting Uncle Frank to come to the studio either next week or the week after? I tell you what, you, you, he comes, he can make signs, and I'll read them for him. I will be his voice. Oh, I, I can't necessarily speak for... Uh, Uncle Frank's credentials as a radio personality, but I can tell you that you know Killing Neptune uh, is uh, you know likes to speak for Uncle Frank, and I'm sure that Uncle Frank has been um, chomping at the bit here to be a part of the radio shows. I mean, this is not a situation of a, a man who doesn't want to. Um, it's a situation of uh, a man that would love to, but he just can't. So that's why he's employed as his advocate in Killing Neptune, and I'm sure given that they're the world heavyweight, well, they aren't the world heavyweight. Uncle Frank is the world heavyweight champion, Killing Neptune, of course, the advocate for the world heavyweight champion. They will both have something to say within the next couple of weeks, I would I would imagine. So I, now that an opponent is determined, I can't imagine why um, Phil and Neptune wouldn't have something to advocate for with Uncle Frank. He has, of course, over this entire build to his world championship run, has um, had Phil and Neptune arrive and say a few words. I would think that there actually is a pretty good chance we'll have Frank in the studio. You might want to have a blood mop, though. All right. Well, Paragon, thank you very much. We'll talk more with you here in a few minutes. I'm sure uh, you'll have we'll, – well, well, we'll see. But anyway, Paragon, thank you very much for your time, as always. And uh, good luck to you against Revy Gibson and whoever you face for the men's title. Uh, thank you. That was the Paragon of Greatness, ladies and gentlemen, reigning multimedia and men's championship. And, of course, he is also an RAWF Hall of Famer. Speaking of the Hall of Fame, we are inducting five new members June 2nd to the RAWF Hall of Fame. You have John Taylor, uh, journeyman athlete here at RAWF, has held a few titles. You have Redneck Avenger, my good friend, my fellow renegade, uh, joining the RAWF Hall of Fame. You have our longtime tag team GM and also R.A.W.F. stalwart in the Razor. You have, of course, the man who just won the World Heavyweight Championship at Immortal in Uncle Frank going into the R.A.W.F. Hall of Fame. And last but certainly not least, posthumously, we are putting in uh, Abigail Hain, Anarchy's Little Angel, into the R.A.W.F. Hall of Fame here on June 2nd. It is a great class. I'm very proud of all of them. 
and uh, can't wait to see them get inducted on June 2nd. All right, folks, going to take a quick song break. When we return, we'll be talking to the Immortal Griffith. We'll be talking to Bubs. We'll be talking to Luigi Mario. Jerica Page is somewhere in the distance, I know, because my head is starting to pound. And who knows who else who else might show up. This is R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Hold on. As soon as... There we go. Working through the patience, money comes and goes. So the M is for motivation. Gotta stay consistent. The P is to persevere. The I is for integrity, innovative career. The O is optimistic, open and never shut. And the N is necessary, cause I'm never giving up. See, they ask me how I did it, I just did it from the heart. Crushing the competition, been doing it from the start. They say that every champion is all about its principles.
Yo, 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 it's your boy Blaze McCoy, the Steel City Superman, the lunatic hick from the sticks, and well, 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 what do we have here? Well, you're tuned into Blaze Radio, that's B-L-A-I-S-E-D, mixing old school and new school in pro wrestling and gaming. It's AI controlled with furious, unadulterated commentary, kids. It's live, interactive, imaginary internet wrestling for your entertainment. It's all original characters, most of whom are in the chat in character. Sit back, relax, and let the AI take you for a ride with the gladiators of the combat kingdom on Leaning Towards Death Wrestling right here on the Blaze Radio Network as part of the Digital Wrestling Syndicate here on YouTube. Oh, but prepare yourself for some wit, wordplay, and wisecracks, idioms, idiots, and innuendo, add a side of sarcasm, and this is LTD, I'm the Blaze, and he's the radio, Radio Rex Rapolsky. So keep it real and get reeled in, hook, line, and sinker. Stay tuned, somebody's about to get blazed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to RAWF After Hours right here on the Back to Basics Radio Network. My next guest is the reigning, defending Platinum Dragon champion. He is the one and only. I am immortal. Immortal. Notorious. So notorious. I'll make you famous. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the immortal Griffith. Good evening, Griffith. Uh, first of all, my lawyers will be in contact with Paragon for gimmick infringement for stealing my, uh, you know, my catchphrase. Um, but, uh, you know, now that that's out of the way, I just wanted to say, look, you know, um, I think I think we need to remind some people of things. I've been bringing it up lately, and, and people just, it seems to roll off their back, you know, and, and, and maybe maybe they should pay attention. I'm getting real tired of being disrespected on a regular basis. You know, I, I get it from from Paragon. I get it from I mean, you name them. At this point, it's like you know anyone who's like achieving things, they just kind of ignore what what came before them. You know, and now you got Mouthy Sue coming on here and acting like the one time he ever managed to beat me, I, you know, is so important that he has to mention it on air when I haven't said word one about him. This is a, a, this. This sad, pathetic, egotistical megalomaniac literally, just for no reason, dropped my name to try and say how awesome he is. Let that sink in. Let let that sink in for a minute. I am so important to him that beating me one time defines him in his own mind. 
Money Sue, good luck. You're not going to win. Mithras is going to destroy you. But for, if some some strange alignment of planets means that you somehow win this belt, congratulations. Because yet again, you'll be a mid-carter nobody, like you've always been. Because you're right, you've never been world champion. And the person whose name you just dropped and whose attention you just got is count them five-time world champion. And if you get in my way, I will end your career. You want to be with your little Terror Inc. boys, your little club? You know what? I don't usually agree with the little Mexicali over here, but he's right. You're cowards. Anyone who who relies on forces of numbers and gang tactics to get anywhere in this business has no respect for me. And yeah, this is coming from a person who's been a misfit, who is a member of Kindred. But you know what we've always been about? is personal achievement. You've never seen Kindred come down to ringside and start berating someone or attacking someone or throwing weapons at the ring. You've never seen it. You know why? Because we're all good enough to stand on our own two feet. Every single member of Terror Inc., be on notice. I see you. (laughs) Keep that in mind. I see you. Well, at any strong words from one Hall of Famer to another. Uh, but Griffith, uh, at Radiversary, it will be you taking on Luke Hero for Hire for that Platinum Dragon Championship on the line. Uh, we mentioned it no, earlier. say it like it is. It'll be me facing Terror Inc. because they don't do anything single-handedly. Uh, you have a point. You do have a point. That is true. Uh, it does seem like that the gang mentality is running high with Terror Inc. Uh, you've seen what they did to Hobo a couple weeks ago and then last week to Just JT. Uh, however, I mean, the Great Red Dragon found a way around that to do, to get himself a world title shot. Uh, I'm certain the problem will be even lesser for you, being that you've seen this many, many times throughout your career. Uh, first of all, let me, let me congratulate... Uh... Dragon on getting the shot at the world championship. I know he was a little hard on himself after his match with me, you know, and I tried to tell him, look, you're still in contention. Keep working. Don't get distracted by that loss. And, you know, it seems like he paid attention because he had a hell of a match, a hell of a match. And, uh, you know, even with Terrence coming down and doing what they do, he still pulled it out. So congratulations to Dragon. Uh, you know, good luck in your match against, uh, against Frank. Uh, look, I've faced the man many times. I've beat him. I've lost to him. Uh, look, uh, believe the hype. That's all I'll tell you. Believe the hype. Other than that, look, you know, uh, I got. I, I, well, yet again, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna defend my belt. I'm gonna do my best to represent this company, to be the heart and soul of the REWF, like I've always been. And if I win, great. And if I lose, because you know, I got you know sixteen guys come out with chains and baseball bats and you know start beating on my back and somehow they don't get disqualified. Hey, you know these things happen too. Uh, set Terror Inc. aside for just a moment and let's focus on Luke himself because he's not somebody you? that you're. Luke has no personality. He's got the personality of a wet wet sack. 
Well, okay. Let's talk about that. That may or may not be true. I don't know if I agree with that per se, but uh, he has certainly very talented in the ring, as he has shown. Uh, he is a former half of the World Tag Team Champions in, in Oil Money. For what? So hiccup? You know, it's, it's how, so, how long was I one of the tag team champions? Okay, well, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to compare him to you. Okay, so but, that's but it is not a what comparison, I'm saying. isn't it? Isn't that the point? Well, I mean, he's only been in the company a few months. Uh, for for he's only had a cup of coffee thus far, and he still can say he's a former champion in right, RAWF. How many successful to- how many times has he successful that? English is my first language. How many times has he successfully defended those tag team titles? Zero. Right. Um, as you will recall, with a certain partner, uh, we held those belts for over a year. Very true. Very true. I, I and am not you debated. Challenges. It wasn't just your monthly. You know, we 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 faced people whenever whenever regularly whenever Razor would let us. Again. Um, not trying to compare him to you because that's impossible to do. What I am right. saying and is... There, you've stepped on my point. That's where I'm going. The boy is out of his league. There is no comparison between Luke the paper bag and the immortal. And I'm going True to enough. expose him at Radiversary. But I'd be remiss to not to point out, and though not really of his own doing, he does hold a victory over you because for some reason in the middle of a match uh, the other day in Tipkipsie, you walked out, and he won by countout. What was that all about? Well, it's very simple. Well, it's twofold, really. That match was specifically to get a shot at the men's championship. I've been very clear. I, I don't want any other belts right now. So, I mean, the match didn't really mean anything to me. And then, I was a member of Terror Inc. I felt, I, I felt like I needed to show him the amount of respect that they show this company. So I left. <laughs> if he wants to okay. consider that a win, I mean, he can. Technically, in the books, it'll come up as a W for, you know, for a countout. Great. You know, if, 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 that's, if that's, that puts a feather in his cap... You know, he can be right in the same boat as, as Mouthy Sue and, you know, define his career by his one time beating me. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So in other words, so, I mean, we're not talking about facing Paragon, obviously. We're not talking about facing a Star Wars like Dragon or any of the other people you've defended the title. We're talking about somebody who's relatively new. Somebody, are you familiar with him? as much as some of the other people you fought over the past year for that title? Uh, cer- certainly not. I mean, obviously, I'm going I'm to do everything I can to try and scout him, you know, to, to, to watch whatever tape. I mean, not that there's many matches here. I mean, but I have fought him now one and a half times. Um, I've got a feel for who he is and, and how he fights, uh, you know, and, you know, and, you know, he's, he's been around. It's not like, he, you know, he just came out of the, the, the indies to get to the R.A.W.F. He, he's been around the industry for a while. So, you know, I can find tapes from other places and, and really uh, take a look at what he does. Um, like, I'm not going to say the guy can't wrestle because he can. You know, I'm not it, – it, it's a shame that he, he chose to align himself the way he did. It's a shame – that he doesn't have the confidence in himself to stand on his own two feet. It's a shame that, you know, 
my pet cat could work a mic better than him. You know, but what are you going to do? You, you go with the talents you have, and his talents are to be a coat-riding, talentless hack. Whoa. Wow. All right. Strong words for Luke Hero for Hire from the Immortal Griffith. Uh, Griffith, your take on Terror Inc. as a whole, now that they, they've added Pennywise and Money Sue to the <laughs> roster of Teflon Chic, Luke Hero for Hire, Damian Mistrusa Payne, Agent of Hate, and Claymore. Uh, I mean, as a group, do they have? Do you think they have the, the staying power here in RWS? No. They're gonna do. They're gonna be the same flash in the pan as every other flash in the pan that's coming here. You know, you you remember you go back in the day. You know, how many different groups formed to take on, you know, the Misfits and then to take on Kindred. You know, did any of them survive? Any of them? Not one. You know why? Because when you build a group around that kind of methodology, when you build a group around, we want to go do this thing, when you fail to do that thing, you fall apart. And that's, this is just another group. Now, yeah, this time they're not targeted at me. They're not targeted at a group I'm in. You know, they, 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 they're really actually, my understanding, is pretty much targeted at, 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 at Paragon and his boys. But, you know, but it doesn't matter because it seems like they're just sort of spreading out and it's like anyone and everyone is fair game at this point. But, you know, I just, I'm just not impressed. Uh, you know, you know who, you know who I am. You know what I am, and I'm very much about respect. And right now, not one of them has my respect. In fact, actually, you know, the only one of them that ever had any of my respect at all was, believe it or not, Money Sue, and he just lost all of it. So, you know, take it for what it is. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the immortal Griffith. He will defend the Platinum Dragon Championship against Luke Hero for hire here three weeks at Radiversary. Griff, it's been six years now. It will be our six-year birthday here in R.A.W.F. You were not around for, what, the first one, two, one of the two? I can't remember which, how many, but one. So the first one. Uh, But you've been here for, I mean, are you, uh, does it seem like it's been five years? No, I, I was saying, but I mean, time is weird for me. I mean, no, it really true. is. Right. You're right. I asked you a time question. What was I thinking? For you, for you, for you, for, you, for <laughs> the, the American Five Revolution years, seems like yesterday. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Well, at anywho, uh, Griffith, thank you for your time. Uh, stick around, and uh, we'll be back. Oh, I'm always happy to speak my mind. You know that. Oh, I know that. I know that indeed. All yeah, right. Speak his mind, speak his ego, speak his... Mm. Easy there, easy there, I'll take it. No, no, I, let, uh, let him talk. It's funny. I actually find it funny. I, I kind of, I actually had stationery made that says "Mr. Ego Man" on it. It, it. I just find it funny. Oh, well, good. So I can call you that now. I mean, I, you can. And I won't get hit in the. I, I didn't won't get say that. Oh, never mind. All right. Immortal Griffith, ladies and gentlemen. Our, speaking of someone who's been speaking his mind as of late, uh, nor, the normally quiet and and not so not so uh, talkative Luigi Mario has certainly been making some noise as of late. Let's bring him on. He is. A-
gentlemen. A uh, little bass to him today, apparently. Uh, the one and only Luigi Mario is joining us. Good evening, Luigi. Good evening. So, Luigi, a bit, of, a bit of an interesting situation. Of course, you are taking on Uncle Frank tomorrow in that Fubar City street fight that you challenged him to a couple weeks ago. But after, last week, after your loss to Alistair Fiend uh, in the Triple Crown title match, you and uh, Alistair, as well as a fellow Renegade member in Felon Kell, had some words after the match. Uh, what was that all about? Um. I told I told Alistair Fiend that I was lucky that I was on Food Bar State Straight Fight because if it was, I'd be hurting him like I did at Aggie uh, at uh, Immortal. And, of course, Kel saying, oh, Ryan Gates stick together. I was like, whatever, it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> okay. So just, 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 it was just, just some normal, normal back and forth there. Nothing I have to worry about, you know. Pretty much. But uh, speaking of Uncle Frank, you know, I'm gonna say congratulations to uh, the red, the great Red Dragon, because I knew, I know uh, uh, Uncle Frank is the world champion, and if he would have won, I know Teflon Keek would probably stalk his. Uh, Knows in that match, you know, scout Uncle Frank. But I'm going to tell him, Terrence, or pretty much anyone who's, uh, you know, watching the match, just stay out of my way. I'm going to hurt Uncle Frank. Because, you know, because uh, uh, Eggie did say I would change after our match at Immortal, and it did too. I changed. I'm not playing around anymore. I don't care who you're affiliated with. I don't care if it's Tank, OK Brotherhood, Renegade, uh, Anarchy, Kendra, whatever. Just stay out of the hell out of my way so I can beat up Uncle Frank. And I do have a message for one certain person. Aggie, you little bitch boy. I give you until anniversary to give me back my tag team partner. Or you'll have hell to pay. And trust me, it's not the hell you want to be in. Ah, uh, yes. We still have that situation going on. And I've been tr- I've been delving into that. Moxie, he still has Moxie hostage. Uh, we're going to have to figure out what's going on with that for sure. But uh, let's focus on your match tomorrow with Uncle Frank. As you know, he is World Heavyweight Champion. Now he is also FUBAR City Champion. This is you have been doing very well in FUBAR City Street Fights as of late, no doubt about it. But this could be the ultimate challenge that comes at, when it comes to FUBAR City Street Fights. We're talking about the monster of the hills. We're talking about the man who just coming off the World Heavyweight Championship. We're talking about a man who destroyed Ali Bunny last week in his own in a, in a FUBAR City Street Fight himself. Uh, he is literally on a tear, Luigi. Are, what do you have to do to beat Uncle Frank tomorrow in that Fubar City Street fight? Luigi? Uh, well, hold on. Um, I'm going to... Uh, 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 hold on, I'll be right back. All right. Luigi, apparently Princess Peach is giving Luigi a call here. Well, 
he's got to answer the princess, but that's fine. We'll get back to Luigi in a little bit. Uh, with that being said, oh boy. we'll get we'll get back to Luigi in a little bit. But oh gosh, my head um, L vacant. See, pass the Excedrin. I need it. Because here oh, she comes. Here Thank you. Gentlemen, she's here, Evil Angel Paige. Good evening, Paige. Hi, LA. Hmm. Hi, Paige. <laughs> Hola. Uh, <laughs> by the way, change my entrance music before I cut your hair. <laughs> you don't like that one? I thought that was the one. It was you prefer the old one? I want my new one. I didn't know you had a new one. Uh-huh. No. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'll send it to you later. Thank you. Think... <laughs> now, before I go anywhere and get anything started, I got something to say to Toddler Inc. Yeah, I called you a bunch of fucking toddlers because that's all you are with your fucking gang mentality. First off, L.A., I think these motherfuckers forgot there are three things you don't fuck with when it comes to me. Let me remind them. My knife, my stash of jack, and my friends and family. Y'all done done fucked up. Y'all want to attack JT? Mm. Come at me. It takes six of you motherfuckers I'll take you all on, one by one. Easy, Paige. Easy, easy. First of all, I didn't realize you and JT were close. Uh, What's what's the scoop with that? (laughs) JT and I have been close since I started. There are four people that I consider a mentor. JT's one of them. Okay. Wow. I did not, I, something, I learned something new every day about you, Paige. That's nice. Uh, but yeah, they did, they did have a, have their way with JT, but no, no doubt and it about it. And it took so, six uh, of them, LA. Yeah, it did. No, it, it did. No. Wait, wait, wait. To go off Griff's point, there's one group that everybody seems to keep overlooking. That's right. Anarchy. You see us ganging up on anybody? No. We want y'all. We'll call you out for a match. We'll tell you to take your asses to the ring. Then you can deal with all of us when we beat your ass, leave you broken and bloody, and 
and just because I have to, sorry, L.A., I'm setting rings on fire. <laughs> okay. I guess I guess at this point I I guess at this point if that's what you feel you have to do to take care help to take on terror Inc., so be it. But uh, with that being said, Paige, last week on Superstars you asked for a, a, a Fubar City gauntlet, a hardcore gauntlet, and I gave you well five Hall of Famers. Um, how'd that work out for you? Well, let's see. Still fighting Griff. Just one one of mine with Razor. Have another one still going. I lost a bitch boy that just joined Toddlers, Inc. His name ain't even worth coming out of my fucking mouth. Um, and I lost a, a RA. But the one, the one that I want to talk about isn't any of my gauntlet matches, L.A. Oh. No, it was my rankings match. Oh. My match against Paragon, which I I lost, by the way. Oh, okay. But but you see, here's the thing. I proved my point. I'm not one to back down, win or lose. I'm going to keep getting back up. I will get what I want. And no, L.A., I'm not telling you. I have my mind, I have my eye set on something. And when the time comes, everybody will know. Okay. I'm sure, I, I, I may I think I may have an idea what that is, but... Uh... Then again, I I will not presume to know what you're thinking at any point given <laughs> point in time. That would be dangerous. Speaking speaking of thinking, LA, mm. do you do that often? <laughs> anyway, did you happen to read the first installment? Let's just put it that way. Into the fractured mind, <laughs> the crazy mind. Of myself. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, I did. And I definitely got a headache. But well, see, but see, here's the thing: there is one certain person that has been inside my mind, and he has never been the same. And that happens to be the one that I'm inducting at Radarsery. Oh, yes. <clears throat> yes, Ray, you and Razor's history go, does, doesn't just get physical, it gets mental as well, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> and I didn't, and when I say physical, I, I mean in the violent type of physical, not, not yeah. And anywho, it gets very uh, violent. Yes, yes. <laughs> but yes, you will be inducting the Razor into the REW Hall of Fame in three weeks' time. And, uh, Make sure to bring an IV of uh, Excedrin for that. Oh, God. Then, yeah. <laughs> yep, definitely. Uh, what would you do without me, Ellie? Have less headaches? Yeah, but it wouldn't be as much fun. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
your co-host just corrected you. I find that funny. <laughs> <laughs> and English is my 13th language. Oh, <laughs> oh, where is my sister? I need my twin. Oh, yes. I, I, <laughs> double, double my pleasure, double my fun, right? There we go. <laughs> yep. You can have other knee. 
So we do have breaking hey, news. Twins on HD don't knock it until you try it. We do have hey, breaking Rick. news. Hey, oh, Sorry. We do have breaking news. Paragon of Greatness will challenge his brother Killer Neptune again for the Powerball Championship. I think this is like two, the third time in the last three, four pay-per-views or something to that effect. Uh, congratulations, Paragon. Uh, so Paragon going to be a busy guy once again at another pay-per-view. Go figure. There's a shocker. All right. So, ladies. Should have been me. We Paige mentioned earlier that no one's been talking about anarchy. Bubs, why should people be talking about anarchy? <laughs> well, because, I mean, first off, first off, our angel. Angel is being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Second off, because, well, I mean, we're anarchy. We're family. We're old school. And we're really sick of these new young little punks that want to come up around here and run their damn mouth. It's kind of like what Griff was saying. Yeah, everybody tries to knock everybody else down. But there's some that stay standing, even when you don't know they're around. Okay. okay. Fair enough. Um, will we be seeing? Will we we'll be seeing anarchy making some noise anytime soon? <laughs> she has shotgun. She's always noisy. Well, where's, and, where's mm-hmm. Coach when we need her? Hmm. <laughs> Look out, folks. Coach is in the compound. You know, you, you know she's filming right now. I know. I know. I know. I know. Oh, there there will be some noise from Anarchy soon. And Don't you worry. You're breaking, pretty, breaking you're pretty little head about razor. it. Razor even things even things up with Paige in Fubar City. Not sure what that means. Did I he... won one. He won one. We had two. Somehow, Razor and I got two matches set for the same thing. Oh yeah, I remember that. Uh, which one had are, the link? You... Which one had the link? I don't remember. I haven't gone to look. Okay. Well, if that's the case. If, if if that's the case, then 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 you didn't do a very good job on the gauntlet page. I'm just saying, lost you lost money, Sue lost a redneck, lost a John Taylor, uh, the one with Griff's not over yet, but um, yeah. and I'll probably lose that one because it doesn't matter hardcore or not. I can't beat Griff. I will eventually. Just now's not the time, and I accept that. But I will beat him one day. <sighs> All right. Well, good luck, folks. Good luck to you both. And oh gosh, I don't even know where to go. Thank you, Paige, for once again giving me a headache. It's my job. Read my contract. Mm. I, know I don't I really understand. Too. She doesn't give me a headache. I, she's <laughs> very pleasant. <laughs> give it some time, Elvacant. Give it some time. Uh-uh. 
I, it won't happen. He hasn't known me for as long as you have. I think I've been here, oh, wait, off and on five years. Yeah, I got it. And I wear masks, so she's not trying to cut my hair. All right. Lady. I'm always Thank trying to cut his hair because he talks about it all the damn time. I love my hair. I mean, you have to admit, it's kind of, it's kind of pretty. Yeah. See what he said. All right. Thank you, Paige. You don't want to be known with this blonde guy with the pretty hair. I mean, handsome, luxurious, silky, manly, but not pretty. Enough. Okay. No, I'm going to go with pretty. Thank you, ladies. We will talk to you again soon. Bubs and Paige, ladies and gentlemen, members of Anarchy, twin siblings, and a royal paid in my forehead. <sighs> All right, getting back to Luigi Mario, who I believe has returned from whatever from from rescuing Princess Peach. Is Peach, is, is the princess okay there, Luigi? Yeah, she's fine. All right, good. So where were we before before you had to? What, what did I ask? I don't even remember what I asked you. I think we're talking about how I'm going to do against uh, Uncle Frank and the Fubar City straight fight. Ah, yes. I mean, we are talking about the man who right now is on the top of the R.A.W. food chain. He is probably the hottest the hottest wrestler in R.A.W.F. right now, the most talked about wrestler in R.A.W.F. right now, just because he is coming off that huge world title win. And again, he did tear, he did tear into Alley Bunny last week in FUBAR City. I mean, I mean, I know you think that you have, you've been on a roll in FUBAR City, but we're talking about a man who has gotten FUBAR, who taken FUBAR City, City street fights to a new level reigning FUBAR City champion, has been for a good long time, and now he's the world champion. Luigi, this could be the toughest task I've ever seen you take on. No, I'm not going to lie. It is. He's a pretty tough opponent. But after that match with Baggy, I wouldn't be him right about now. Because I'm going to beat the holy hell of him. And if Baggy does not, you know, uh, you know what I demanded earlier? There will be trouble for everyone in the RAWF. I'm telling you that right now. So, Aggie, you better do what I say or, you know, there's going to be hell to pay, even for you. Yes, keep me informed of what, what's going on with that. If you hear from Aggie, let me know the minute you hear from him, all right? Oh, yeah, of course. And I, I, and Luigi, I'm going to give you the same advice uh, Griffith gave to Dragon earlier about facing Uncle Frank. Try not to die. Oh, I won't die. It's him who is trying to be dying. <laughs> I mean, if I have oh. to kill myself to win the match, sure. It don't matter to me. I'll survive. I don't think you understand the concept of kill yourself. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I have like one up uh, mushrooms all the time. So if I die, I'll still come back alive. Plain simple. I mean, that has to be but, a pretty handy trick. Oh, yeah, it is. It's very handy, yeah. But uh, the thing is, you know, if I have to kill myself to get a win over Uncle Frank, well, that's what I'm going to do. 
I mean, I'll fly all over the place, use every weapon there is, even use some of my weapons. Don't matter if they, if he kills me, tries to try to, you know, keep me down, keep me down, then that's what's gonna happen. But I'm not gonna give up. I mean, you have to like the spirit. All right, Luigi. Good luck to you tomorrow against Uncle Frank. We'll see what we'll see if you can manage to upset the the monster of the hills in Fubar City tomorrow in Detroit City. All right, our next caller, ladies and gentlemen, is our reigning Grand Slam baseball champion. Uh, he is the only Grand Slam baseball champion as a, on record thus far in its short in its short history. Um, but a couple of weeks ago, te- he was beaten down by Terror Inc. Let's find out what's going through the mind of Hobo Ezekiel calling from a remote location. He is the he is. He is. Gentlemen, Hobo Ezekiel joining us now from the train yard. Oh, good lord, uh, Hobo! How how the hell are you feeling, my my friend, after that beatdown by Terror Teflon Sheik and the Terror Inc. a couple weeks ago? Oh, LA! What'd you think of that? I bought me a few thousand of these babies with the R.A.W.F. credit card uh, for Sunday for all the bullsnitchians to go and blow. But uh, as far as uh, last week goes and a uh, week before that, uh, Teflon did uh, put a beatings down on me. So uh, it, it's, it was pretty violent. But, uh, you know, if he wants to go one-on-one with me, he can come at me anytime, any place, name or place I'll take on uh, every single one of them son bitches. <laughs> All right, hobo. I, 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 it seems like everyone everyone's getting a little riled up over Terry Inc. and understandably so. Uh, Sheik, you and Sheik, of course, there, there definitely seems to be pattern. You think it does that definitely seem a pattern? I'm sure they're going to be loving listening to the show uh, with all the press they're getting tonight. But hobo. You can't remind me what happened last month. There was an issue with Teflon Sheik's vehicle, I believe, that you may have had something to do with. Was I well? I was. I was listening to After Hours a month ago, and I was listening in a vehicle in one of those uh, auto rack cars on a freight train. 
And when I arrived on the Superstar show, it uh, turned out to uh, take on a life of its own and start driving itself out of the damn rail yard. And uh, I tried to uh, tell it to go to the R.A.W.F. Arena and almost took out uh, the city of Toronto and uh, had a, a couple of legal uh, teams going after me, but uh, had one of those guys from Texas, I don't know his name, but uh, he done uh, got me uh, relieved. It wasn't my fault. It was Teflon Sheik's fault, so I don't have to pay a cent, which is good when you're uh, short for change like me. Yeah, yeah, this is true. This is true. But it all stems, this whole thing with Terry kind of stems from that whole incident, uh, it uh, it seems like. But all, all of a sudden, instead of just chic, you've got a whole plethora of, of, of hooligans. I want to call them hooligans. Uh, what do you call them? Just terrorists, I guess? Uh, uh, jackasses, maybe? I don't know. That that would be that could be your word for them. I'm I'm gonna be impartial and and, and say people. Uh, I mean, it's but, your company. It's your it, it's your talent that they're trying to injure. Well, at the same time, it's not like uh, these people are defenseless. They can take care of themselves. I mean, it's not like you know. I mean, you are okay, right, hobo? Uh, you you're physically you're 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 all right. A good day for me is what. LA is when I can count uh, 10 fingers and 10 toes. You know, for a hobo, that's a good day. It's a good show. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm still kicking. I'm still uh, out there and uh, smelling it up, uh, breaking noses, uh, which is a good thing. It's not necessarily my hands that break noses. I mean, you, you've, uh, you've witnessed uh, it uh, in the physical manifestation form uh of what uh, my aromatic uh, damage can do to someone's nose, the orifices. So, with that being said, uh, Hobo, one last thing I got to ask you: now that you're your Grand Slam baseball champion, of course, the baseball season well underway. Is it? Is, is there any truth that you tried to? Uh, that you've been trying to uh, throw out the first pitch of the Detroit Tigers game tomorrow at Tiger Stadium? Well, I, it, the only reason why they're going to allow uh, me to do that is because it's outside for one for one thing, and the, the forecaster was saying that there's going to be not much of a wind, so the upwind draft uh, should be pretty localized. That's a that's the only reason why I think they'd you know bring me down there. But I was trying to sell me some of those uh, Hobohemian barefoot uh, T-shirts uh, that are soon going to be hitting uh, RAWF Network stores. It's oh. funny because you know I don't know a damn thing about baseball, and yet here I am in the Grand Slam champion, which just goes to show to someone like a hobo can go to a company like R.A.W.F. and make his name among the greats. And it's, 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 it's Americana in its finest, L.A. It's something special that this country offers. You know, I've, I've been many places, but uh, I'd say this, this country especially, it's trains. 
is the most uh, fascinating thing I've ever seen. All right. Well, Hobo, uh, good luck to you. We do not know who your opponent will be for the Grand Slam Baseball Championship at Radiversary as of yet. That, of course, event still underway. But I'm sure you'll be looking forward to defending it against whoever comes out of there as the number one contender. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, Hobo Ezekiel, uh, live from live from the rail yard down the street. I, uh, he will be in Detroit tomorrow. Who his opponent is, who knows? We'll find out uh, tomorrow in Detroit. All right. With that being said, I see quite a few people in the chat, but I also see the red naked one. He who will be going into the Hall of Fame here in three weeks. All right. We ain't heard from you for a while. I want to get your reaction to being being finding out that you're a member of the REWF Hall of Fame if you get the chance. If you're not too busy, uh, give us give us a holler if you will. Uh, and of course, also going into the Hall I, of Fame. I think he's saying pick up your damn phone. I'm saying what? Yeah. Pick. Oh, you. T- okay. You're telling him what I'm saying. Okay. For a second there, I thought you were trying to, telling me he was on hold, and I'm like, no, he's not. <sighs> and I see a lot of people coming and going from the chat. I'm sorry if the chat's still working a little while. Well, I'm sure they're working on it. I hope they're working on it. I pray they're working on it. Hey. <sighs> So, with that being said, it's three weeks from tonight, London and I'm on Radiversary, live from Cleveland, Ohio, and uh, the Hall of Fame induction ceremony. We have the Razor going in. We have Uncle Frank going in. We have John Taylor, Redneck Avenger, and, of course, Abigail Hain, Anarchy's Little Angel, also going in. It's going to be a very, very festive evening. Uh, El Vacant, I don't think I've ever seen you wear a tuxedo. Do you own a tuxedo? I see. See, it's it very nice. It's a, it's a powder blue. Has nice ruffles. Powder blue, really? That that's like, isn't that like seventies? Isn't that like uh, a seventies? I had the fashion detail on them. Oh no, well, I guess I wouldn't know. <sighs> I wouldn't know. See. <laughs> All right. Just looking at. All right. So, yes, Paragon of Greatness will challenge Killer Neptune. Paragon apparently has taken his leave for the evening, so I can't get his comments on that. Too bad. So, with that being said, why don't we just unmute everybody? <laughs> And it is time, ladies and gentlemen, for promotions. Uh, we, where we go around the horn here to all the everyone who called in, and we talk, we promote something, whether it be a company, ourselves, or whatnot. I will start with Paige. Would you like to start us off? Of course, Sully. <clears throat> so yeah, I'm still waiting for more you you crazy individuals because you know I know. All of you, with the exception of maybe one or two, are crazy like me or, well, wait, that's not possible. 
because I'm the craziest angel there is. But anyway, look at Asylum. You got four people you can hit up. Me, Beast, my twin, or Coogs. Come take your minutes because you all need them. All right. Thank you, Paige. Hobo, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Yes, this Sunday I'd like to promote uh, nose pin, clothes pin, the Zeke Reeks. Nose pin, clothes pin, nose pins, clothes pins. I might not smell pretty, but that match ain't going to look pretty by the time I was finished with the ends. Chugging, 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 chugging. All right. Thank you very much, Hobo. Luigi, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Only what I said to uh, Aggie. Barry giving back my tag team partner. All right. Thank you, Luigi. Uh, I now turn to El Vacant. Anything you'd like to promote tonight? I mean, other than eat more tacos? Not really. Oh. Well, y'all are short and sweet tonight. Uh, well, I'll turn to someone then I know who won't be short and sweet. Well, he might be sweet. Definitely not short. The Great Red Dragon. All right, tonight. First, I I want to recap a little bit. I do want to go back and thank the lovely, vivacious, and ever so sexy Mama's Fallen Angel for all of her help. This past week, especially going against the soon-to-be-forgotten itty-bitty bitchy committee. Uh, oh, it's so great. They're going to fall, and we're all going to sit and laugh throughout the whole WU world. It's going to be fantastic. Get your front row seats. Actually, any seat to this train wreck that's coming. No offense, hobo. Is going to be amazing. I, Kobo, I need to talk to you about actually driving that train. I'll pay you well. You know, just put it in the fastest gear you can. Jump out. Let them go right off the gorge. It's going to be great. As me. How you doing? All right. Thank you, uh, Dragon. I now turn to the immortal Griffin. Have you recently found yourself in the crosshairs of an immortal asshole? Have you bitten off more than you can fucking chew? Well, if you have, tough fucking shit, because I see you. Wow. All right. Thank you very much, Griffith. Well, then, in that case, if there's no other business, ladies and gentlemen, I'll just remind you that we will be right here next week, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, with hopefully an even more improved blog talk chat uh, where people can actually sign in as names, sign in as user names rather than their real names. Uh, and we will talk more about Radiversary, talk more about every, and find out who will challenge for the. All, national title, will it be Killer Neptune or Knox Boogie? Who will face Paragon for the men's title? We may or may not know next week. We'll find out who faces Davila and so much more. This has been RAWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. You all have a good night. Please drive safely.
Take care. Cassandra in LA.